0: If you're in need of a property insurance partner to help your business remain resilient, FM Global is the perfect choice. We employ science, data, and research to help assist you in making informed risk mitigation decisions. We will collaborate with you to identify and reduce risks linked to natural disasters while providing solutions that promote a more sustainable future. Let's prepare to prosper. Lock, talk radio. Hello,
1: everyone. How are you today? And we are here live on Blog Talk Radio. And we are going to have some of the most greatest guests today. We have Lachlan Art from Lachlan for president. And then we also have Matthew Forrest for 50 Tools a Book on giving a five-minute information tool on youth and music and the direction youth need to go in. And then we will also have with us Jacob Jones of Artist Growth sharing with his ideas on the direction of the music industry and what Artist Growth resources provide for artists who are coming into the music in- industry and students who are, who are also in music and studying music in school. And without any further ado, I must introduce my co-host, award-winning producer, Jay Logan. Hey, Jay, how are you?
0: I am doing great I am very, very well out here. We have nothing but sun out here in sunny California, and uh, usually it's rainy, but uh this week, we have all sun, and for the next, like, 10 days, it's going to be sun. It's very unusual uh, to have all the sun up here, but uh, I'm enjoying it.
1: Well, Jay, that's really good. You know, it's
0: been a, I like to say, a
1: character-building week. It's that There's been so many things going on here in New York. We have the social media week coming up next week for... February 8th to the 12th, and it's happening in London, also over there in San Francisco, and over in San Paulo in Brazil. It's happening all over the world, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then we also have coming out, which is going to be amazing. Um, more artists next week, more nonprofits next week, uh, writers, everything over the next coming weeks. It's really going to be a blast here. So any latest news, David, you want to tell us about? Tell us about some really cool tech stuff or the latest news that we haven't heard about these days.
0: Well, I'd like to say that I wish I was Martin Zuckerberg. He's uh, entitled to uh, a bonus, um, uh, 45% of their base salaries, and so are some of the other executives at Facebook before they go public, and they're going to be able to get these great bonuses, um Mark makes like a half a million now, so I'm pretty sure he will get at least a two, three thousand dollar bonus. Uh, so I know I'm thinking about applying for Facebook and trying to be an executive over there. Good luck to the guys over there. They're getting ready to go public, and they're already look like they're uh, going to make a lot of money in base in their base salary bonuses. That's kind of big news.
1: That's more than big. News. Okay, maybe I need to quit what I'm doing because so- I'm not doing something right here. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing something right. Every time I look around, some people are complaining about Facebook, but Mark Zuckerberg just keeps getting richer and richer and richer. You know, um, know, one thing of note I want to talk about also is that, you know, since uh, Steve Jobs passed from all of us lately, you know, everyone was – thinking what would happen with Apple. Apple is actually doing very well, and they're actually going into new areas that we never thought of. They're actually going into places like Sam's Club globally and thinking about opening up small outlets. They're really trying to bring their brand more to the everyday consumer, where it's almost overtaking the PC, I mean, to students, to elderly people to, I mean, everyone of all ages, Apple is, is becoming a monopoly. It's like, wow, you know. So,
0: you know, um, what do you think about that? Oh, wow, that's amazing. So Apple is now actually reaching out to other brands. That is wonderful. Um, it's kind of infusing more money into the other brands, which is great. That helps our economy. Good for Apple. That's good. Good for Apple. That's great. I like that. Without um, further ado,
1: we're gonna I'm sorry? Did we lose you, Jay? Yeah, I'm back. (laughs) Okay. Without further ado, Jay, we want to bring on a very interesting guest. His name is Lachlan Arts and that's A R T Z and Lachlan L A U, G H L I N. Lachlan is so much fun. And he's doing something that's been unheard of. He's running for president. And it's wow. and he's running for president for the people, and it's really an oh. interesting platform. <laughs> and we're also going to learn about his thoughts on even music and creativity and the arts as well. So, without further ado, Jay, I want all of us to meet Mr. Lachlan Arts. Lachlan, hi. How are you? Are you there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's pretty spooky that you knew I was there, but uh I guess that's technology for you. So um uh hi, it's uh, it's great to be here and I hope that I uh at least partially live up to your uh, introduction. So thank you.
1: <laughs> well Lachlan, please read our co host Mr. Jay Logan. Jay Logan, this is Lachlan Arts.
2: Hello, hi, Jay. Lachlan. how are you
1: doing how are you
0: doing today? Uh-
2: I'm 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 very well, thank you, thank you very much, and uh, <laughs> thrilled to thrilled to be on your show. So thank you.
0: It's pleasure, ours.
2: Great.
1: Well, Lachlan, we're going to just start right off with you. We know that this is going to be a blast. Okay. So... <laughs>
2: well, you you keep saying that, but you should maybe save that for the end and uh, see how it went.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> so, Lachlan, you know we we've been looking at your site and. Seeing that you're going for president, I mean this is a huge undertaking, and it's quite yes. empowering what you're doing. You're really being a stand for the people, and and not yes. just a stand for people here in the states, but just stand for people all over, and for yes. you know sharing what they're up to. But before we yes. go right into your you know what you're doing and what you're up to, we would like to yes. think you know this show is about listening to the arts and the creativity and and people like you, and then giving back. Okay. Yes, we would like yes. your thoughts on what What do you think the direction music is going in these days? You know, it, being online, available to youth, to everyone of all ages. Do you think that there's too much music available? Do you think the music industry is going in the wrong direction? Just love to know your thoughts on that.
2: Well, it's it's uh, interesting you should ask me that. You know, I um, I'm a big fan, a really big fan of kind of direct, kind of how I would say it, I guess, direct encounter commerce. So, uh, you know, for example, I I used to love, I loved Virgin Records, the Virgin Records that was in Union Square. Like, that for me was a place to go. You got connected to the music. You got connected to other people. You found out about stuff you never heard of like like that, right? And uh, um, one of the, not to tie this into my campaign, but it it is kind of tied in, given the question is, you know, one of the things that I'm really standing for in, in New York, uh, in particular inside our campaign is, is a really, um, the health and the vitality of independent business. And, uh, if you look at most of the record stores, the CD stores, they're out of business. And so what you're left with is downloading, which is totally fine, but, I really do think you lose something in terms of the human connectedness that you get when you're actually in a store and among people and sharing the music with other people and like that. So in terms of the business aspect of it, I think it's a bit um, less connecting than it used to be. Um now, as far as the product itself, I think it's amazing. And I think the, the one thing that the technology has offered is that, you know, anybody that can, you know, point a video camera at themselves while they're, you know, playing a guitar a la Justin Bieber, all of a sudden you can, you know, get a million hits and, you know, get a record contract not, not soon after so or not long after. So I think, you know, it kind of works both ways. But I think it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's just a change that uh, – you know, it's got it's kind of a. I guess I sound like a politician, don't it? It's got its upsides and down, its downs. <laughs> but um, that's 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 how I'd respond to that.
1: Well, Jay, I know you want to jump right in here because this is right up your
0: alley. Yes, uh, I do. I want to know, Laughlin, do you think technology is a plus since everything is so upfront now and you can do everything yourself, or has it taken away? from how we used to know the music industry
2: as growing up, young adults. uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess as someone who grew up without it, I'm going to be biased in that I think there's something that you lose. Now, if you never had it, you didn't lose it. So, um, but I do think there's something that, that in the kind of human element of, you know, hearing it, buying it, um, imitating it, you know, whatever it is, is that um, I do think that there's something that's that's getting lost. And, uh, you know, in the name of getting everything instantly, I mean, you know, I mean, it's pretty soon, it's not, you know, I forget who, who I forget what it was. I read an article that, that one of the major labels or manufacturers was going was gonna to stop making CDs altogether. Mm -hmm. and uh and and apparently you know not too far off there's not going to be nobody's going to have anything and it's all going to be up in some cloud somewhere which i still have to figure out what the heck a cloud is but apparently that's where everything's going to be you know your games and your cds and your music and everything so um i don't know it's just kind of weird maybe it's just that i came up from another direction so that's why it's kind of got a nostalgia to me but You know, I like holding on to something. I like buying it. I like opening it up. I like, you know, I like that. And then I just, for me, that was part of the whole deal.
0: Wow, that's that's very interesting. Um, All these artists that are coming out, the record companies are looking at them as investments now, opposed to artists when they used to have uh, big funds to be able to sign a bunch of artists. And I would like your take on that. like. I would like your take on that. What do you think about that? These uh, new record companies, uh, Target, Walmart, you know, Apple, you know. What do you think about these new brands becoming record companies and how they look at artists now as investments?
2: Well, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, again, I'm kind of not, I'm not in the business, so I can't kind of speak from the inside, but just from what I've observed, um, there's, at least from the, from the record company's perspective there's much less opportunity to give an artist time to grow any kind of a following and that if it's not an instant sensation that it's not going to go and uh i think some of the greatest artists that we have didn't get an initial following and that's kind of they were ahead of their time so they're they're, they weren't popular, but it was good that they weren't popular because it gave us an opportunity to kind of catch up. So um, I think you lose that, and well, that's why I think you know when no you idea. I think you know when you. I'm sorry. But I, but I think that that's, you know, also kind of where the direction that Radiohead and, you know, Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails kind of took off and said, okay, we're going to start producing our own product.
1: Well, Lachlan, you have no idea how right on point you are, and this leads us right into where you are with your campaign. Just, okay. you know, it's not about you being a part of the music industry as much as one who, you know, likes music and likes to, you know, consume it. So we go right into music as a form of self expression. And we notice yeah. that on your website you've been around to occupy Wall Street, you've been yes. in different places <clears throat> to take a look at how people express themselves. Share with us yes. what made you decide to, to get involved with creating this kind of campaign and where did it you know, where did it come up I guess within you to do such a thing?
2: Well I've been, you know, somewhat politically active in terms of working on other people's campaigns. I've also been active, uh, you know, in terms of social issues and, you know, things like that in the past. And, uh, you know, I guess it was, you know, it just got to the point where I was tired of listening to myself complain. And, um I just thought it was time to either throw you know kind of throw my hat into the ring in a major way somehow and actually start uh doing something that I saw would make a real difference in terms of the issues that we're dealing with in the world, or I should just move or you know uh, uh, find a nice hut somewhere on the beach <laughs> but but it, I kind of just couldn't live in the middle anymore i just kind of couldn't like i just couldn't live with myself anymore and so that's when we uh uh kind of came up with this whole notion that uh you know and here we are in the political cycle once again right and you kind of see you know that the republicans are doing everything they can to take the white house but the real motivator is simply that they're not there, not because there's anything they're going to do that's really going to fix anything or handle anything. And, and the, you know, kind of, so every kind of four years it switches from this to this and this to this and throw the bums out and put the new, you know, we're the ones that are going to do everything. but But it really, there's something that's just so, the same, the same, the same, here we go again. And and I think people recognize that, which is why a lot of people don't pay any attention, and they don't watch the State of the Union, they don't watch the debates, and they don't even really give any give it any kind of credence. And that that I think that it's just kind of that whole underlying resignation and and kind of pissed offness like the Occupy folks is that you just Your voice doesn't get heard for so long. You have to do something. And so what this campaign's about is that uh, giving people a voice in the future, but a voice not just in kind of who's going to be the right candidate, and I am a candidate, but um, to bring the whole notion of impacting the issues at the level of context rather than merely content and to just kind of bring that into the political dialogue and debate so that it's at least, at least something people are up to considering.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Let me ask you this. What Are there any things from Occupy Wall Street to even what we were talking about, full self-expression for music artists, writers, and whatever, is there anything that inspired you in any of these areas that said, you know what? This is what finally I know that I've been tired. I'm going to run, but I really want people's voices to be heard and know that they have an opportunity to be heard. What really in that yeah, moment I, you said, "I'm going to do it."
2: Well, the the thing I really like about the the Occupy, uh, you know, I hate to call it a movement, but whatever whatever the term would be, right, is that is that it really was just an a response to something that was so unbelievably just traitorous and unjust. And, uh, you know, that that it was, you know, people say, well, you know, they they didn't say what our demands are. Well, I mean, if somebody's beating you over the head with a two-by-four and you scream for them to stop, you don't say, well, what exactly is your demand? I mean, it's just stop beating me. And uh, uh, that it's... um, but again, it, it, in, in terms of that, right, it's because the Occupy deal now is that it's, it's the 1% against the 99% and the 99% against the 1%. And there's been that kind of deal, that kind of struggle through all of at least recorded history, right, or at least since there's been capitalism. And so our deal is, not to not to represent the one percent or the ninety nine percent, and personally of course I would definitely, you know, go on the side of the ninety nine percent, but that there's that it's gonna take people in this country saying that they're not just the one percent of the ninety nine percent, but that I can be the hundred percent. And that I can I can have... See, I think fundamentally, if I was president, what I would do with the whole deal with Wall Street and the economics is that it's all a matter of people breaking their promises. It is flat-out integrity. You know, that Wall Street, if you go back to how Wall Street was set up, it was never set up the way, the way that it's set up to operate right now. You know, the banking system was never set up the way that it was set up to operate right now. And that to get it back to... How it's in doesn't mean you shouldn't be passing other legislation and regulations and everything like that, but to literally get the whole deal about who broke their promises, who didn't honor what they said they were gonna honor, go after those people, hold them to account, but from the perspective not of we're gonna get the bad people and that's gonna fix it, which is how, you know, it kind of plays out. But rather than the system is mine, the whole of it is mine, the one percent is mine, the ninety nine percent is mine, and we're gonna go after this thing at the core root of it in a way that it comes out to work for everybody.
1: Okay, then with that with that said, Lachlan, I have a uh, we're we're coming to your time and I wanted to ask you yes. a question and I think Jay has one yes. question left for you as well. If yes. you could make let's say you were president right now, okay? Yes. What yes. would, how would you support the youth in this country? What would you cr- help the youth in this country to create for themselves? In fact, all over. And what would you help mu- the people in the, uh, who want to express their music or writers or whatever? What yes. would you do for the people in those areas?
2: All right. Well, I think it's, it's very, very near and dear to my heart, your question, right? Because I think, and I know people say this all the time, but I'm going to say it anyway, is that the youth is the key, Right. And I think um, uh, I would would find a way, I don't know how it would happen, right, but I would find a way to actually get into the school systems. I would find a way to actually get into the school systems and get a communication going with the kids of this country that actually speaks to them from where they are, not from where the adults think they should be. And I would actually get something in the school system that would actually address what's actually happening and what they're dealing with in a way that, number one, they experience that they've actually been heard, and number two, actually starts to address what's important to them. So that would be my response to that, including their expressing themselves in the arts. and you know. But I think there's just such a sense in the country, such an underlying sense of – the, is that the individual doesn't matter. And so the, what, you, what you get from that is kids that drop out. What you get from that is, you know, I mean, that's what you get from that. That's that's what it breeds because there's no future.
1: Jay, I know you had a question on this one.
0: Yes, I did. Uh, this is kind of going to some things that you, uh, you said in your video blog on your site. And I would like to yep. know um I would like to know, know a little bit more about your campaign for content context. Yep. And I want to know about I would like to also explain to me and to our listeners what is a um uh contextual activism. Could you uh, explain a little right.
2: bit of that? <laughs> okay, okay, good. <clears throat> so the the campaign for context and I also want to let everybody know that we're doing a special uh President's Day event up at the Producers Club on uh 44th Street, which is really going to outline a lot of what the whole campaign is about and what we're looking for and what we need, and that's going to be on the 20th at 730. Um, but but the campaign for context, kind of what it is to be a contextual activism, is that it, it is someone who can actually, who can go after an issue not just from the surface of what's actually happening and what you can see, but from the contextual nature. So For example, one of the things that – or one of the – a lot of work that I've done in the past that's similar to this, kind of with a specific issue, was with um, uh, an organization called the Hunger Project. And the Hunger Project was an organization that that – kind of the mission of the Hunger Project was to end death by sustainable hunger. And so what they had to – what we did was is that we went into the issue, not from the kind of feeding people and starving people, which is what you could see – but we looked to see what was underlying the issue that actually kept hunger in place. And the main thing that we found was that people related to hunger as it was inevitable. People had always starved, people were starving now, and people would continue to starve. So even even though there were a lot of people and a lot of organizations working to actually impact the issue of hunger, they were all working at it inside a context of hunger was inevitable. And so we didn't feed anybody, but what we did was we started to raise the consciousness of the context so that people could see where they were actually working in a condition of hunger being inevitable. And when they saw it, what they could start to do was create a different kind of conversation, a different kind of dialogue called hunger isn't inevitable and it can actually end. So, um, So, what we want to do is actually uh, create a curriculum of contextual activism, a curriculum for contextual activists, people that are already committed to issues, already working in particular areas, whatever that is, and actually show them how you can go into the issue, dive into the heart of it, and see what's there, kind of keeping the ineffectiveness in place wherever there's ineffectiveness that just isn't readily apparent when you're dealing kind of at the surface of what you can see in the issue.
0: Oh, very that's very interesting. So basically you're going to change the mindset of how everybody's yes. viewing. Oh
2: that's oh, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I just I love my God, that's so beautiful because the whole thing in our campaign is is that you kinda of, we, we do relate to it like a revolution, but that it won't be won by virtue of somebody winning or being successful and somebody else being defeated. It's going to be a revolution of everyone waking up.
0: Yes, yes, that's that's great. That's wonderful. <laughs>
2: great. Hey, oh, I just love the yeah, way you, I love the way you said that. <laughs> that was just so so just great. Thank you.
1: Well, Lachlan, I Hello. want to thank you for being on with us. And oh, I'm sorry, Jay. Did you have another question?
0: No, I'm just so glad you answered that question. I'm just excited about what you are doing. That's all. I'm just that was, just, that was my excitement.
2: <laughs> great. Great. Well, thank well, you. Thank Robert, you.
1: I just want to thank you for having you on and I just wanted to ask you um we're about to bring on another uh, next guest, I want to know if it would be possible for you to tell people how they could find out more about you and your campaign.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I would love to I would why? I would love to tell you. So um, the the best way to find out about the campaign is to go to the campaign site, which is www.LachlanForPresident.com. That's l a u g h l i n for president. dot com, and uh, all the information's there, and the videos are there, and the blogs there, and upcoming events are there and, and all of that, then you can, you know, certainly join the conversation and, uh, you know, get really involved because this is definitely an interactive campaign. It's not about me. It's about, uh, you know, what we're just here to accomplish. So that, w- that would be great.
1: Okay. Well, Rockland, thank you so much, and we will have you on our show in the future soon.
2: Ah, that's great. So thank you so much, uh, Gail, and thank you, Jay. It was really a pleasure meeting thank you. you.
1: Thank you. Okay, well, thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. We are now about to bring on an amazing young man. His name is Jacob Jones, and he's with a company called Artist Growth, and you can find that at artistgrowth.com. Now, Jacob is going to talk about he's an artist himself and how hard it is as an artist, someone breaking into the industry, someone who's in school and studying to music and wants to become an artist, and finding that, how do I break into this industry and take care of myself before I get a manager and all of those things, or even have the tools to know where to start? His company offers such a thing. So, Jay, we're going to welcome Mr. Jacob Jones. Hello, Jacob. It's a
3: pleasure to be
0: here.
1: Hey Jacob, so why don't you meet uh, Mr.
0: Jay Logan? Jay, this is Jacob. Hi Jacob, how are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very well, and I'm very excited that you're on the show. You are a bad man, and uh, I'm just waiting to hear, I'm well. just waiting to hear what you. I'm just waiting to hear what you have to say. And Gail told me all about you, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. <laughs>
3: well, I don't
1: know about started, that. But I'll say,
3: I will definitely take it as a compliment.
1: It is. Well, Jacob, <laughs> so we're, we're going to start because, you know, Jay, of course, he's an award-winning producer, and he is loving what you and Matt are doing. So I'm just going to start awesome. out by asking you a little bit at the beginning of, Jacob, what, you know, I know you're an artist, so if you can tell people a little bit about you and your artistry, and then uh, Jay's going to go right into it with artist growth because I know you can't wait, Jay. So take it <laughs> away, Jay.
3: Okay. Um, absolutely. Well, I'm... I'm an independent artist uh, based in Nashville, Tennessee, and I've been putting out my own records and putting together my own tours and promoting myself and my music and everything involved in that for about five years. And I've met a lot of amazing people in the community here in Nashville, and I've toured around the United States about over 150 shows a year, um, all done by me, and um, I founded a little small record label here in town with a friend and we put out a few records and, and tried to make a little go at it and um and as a result i met matt early and Jonathan sexton who co-founders and uh that's kind of how all this happened wow well, um uh, jay jacob one of the things i want yeah. to
1: ask you is can you share with the art uh, share with our audience and with jay and myself what artist growth is about and, you know, like what precipitated you to start artist growth? And then we'll start with our questions from there.
3: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, artist growth was originally born out of the idea of uh, we were all independent touring musicians really trying to get our careers to the next level. And we we used to share secrets and, you know, just trying to, to sort out all the available tools that were out there for an artist. That was actually trying to make a make a run at it and really advance their career, and there there really wasn't anything that we saw that was meeting our needs. And uh, we just sat down um, one night and started talking about what it would look like if we had something that would uh, that would do that for us. And that that was where the idea came from. And then as as we developed it over about about two years, it took on a, a bigger picture. Um, but it definitely was invented. Of that need and it's it's basically a set of tools that is are completely mobile so they're they're available on on your phone and they're also available online but they're career management so um what we've built really uh, that's specialized to managing your finances and your your uh inventory and connecting you with venues and press outlets and radio stations and organizing your tour and helping you organize all the steps that are involved in promoting that tour and routing it in a responsible way and, you know, doing all the things that you do with a music career with hopefully coming out on the other end with the the most amount of fans and uh, profit and, you know, exposure. If you're especially if you're self-managed, because that can be very, very daunting as I've definitely experienced, but if you're not self-managed and you have a team in place, We've designed the uh, system to easily used for uh, a big group of people, so that's uh, that's the core basis basis of what we have built.
0: Wow, I, I'm very impressed, uh, Jacob. I was I was wondering this this great thing that was launched. I believe the January 17th was your launch date.
1: hmm
3: Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah, so this reminds me of a lot of things. It, it reminds me of, as, that you can kind of micromanage yourself but it also has a social edge to it, and it reminds me of, like, Facebook for the musicians a little bit. At the same time, you can reach out to the rest of the world. Is that kind of like how you guys had a little of every idea in here where it's a social thing, where you can promote yourself, and also you can manage yourself? Was that Was that yeah, the... It, uh... <laughs>
3: yeah, um, we definitely... One of the things we really wanted to do is, you know, as as musicians... In the last few years, there's been such a resurgence. there's been like such an emergence of companies that are out there doing specific things, especially uh, direct to fan marketing and uh, all lots of ways for musicians to get their CDs and their online sales and their and their shows in front of their fans online so um, we definitely didn't see a shortage of that, which is great, but we didn't see anything that sort of helped manage the back end that could teach the artists um you know from a professional standpoint, on how to market themselves and um, how to organize tours, and, and why keeping track of your money is important. And while basically, while no one probably picked up their guitar or their piano the first time to be a small business, but that's actually uh, these days what you need to become because there's there's a lot more access to uh, recording and access to distribution, which is a wonderful time to be a musician. But at the same time, it really breeds competition. And there's a lot of noise out there and if you really want to take your yourself to the next level you have to sort of bear down and focus. And uh we wanted to sort of create something that taught people how to do that. I mean, including ourselves. We've uh, we got to, we've gotten to meet with so many wonderful people building this thing from Grammy winning producers to publicists, to managers, lawyers. We've been all over the place. And it's been a very um, it's been a real educational process, and uh, we hope that you know when someone uses artist growth the first time, that's what they're getting out of it, as well as the organizational aspect of it.
0: Yeah, I was I was wondering, Jacob, do you have to have your own website to to have uh, to use this app, or you, like, can no. you do this without having your? Okay.
3: No, you but, definitely don't have to have your own website. Um, I would encourage anyone. <laughs> Who is uh, planning their own music career to have their own website because that's sort of, you know, online branding is, is very important and there's actually a lot inside um, inside our app that sort of um, nurtures that. But it, what, what you you don't really need anything to use Artist Growth. All you would um, all you need is to create an account through us and then if you have day-to-day or weekly operations of your music career, if you're playing any shows or if you're writing songs, or if you're planning on, um, you know, planning a tour, or you are looking for ways to get yourself out there, that's that's where we come in uh, to be useful. But it doesn't – at this point, you, you don't have to have anything else going on. I mean, it, it connects with your social media. So if you have Facebook and Twitter and MySpace and all that, it does connect with that and makes the sort of relationships easier. And definitely as – you know, we just launched. I don't know what, about three weeks ago. And as uh, we roll out this year, you we know, we're looking to make some some uh, things that are already available out there accessible through Artist Growth. But right now, I mean, you could you could just have written your first song, and you could find uh, educational elements within our platform. I think you find very useful. Well,
0: the other question I have: a lot of our listening audience uh, are wondering using AG. Is a data safe i mean how, are the songs safe is the information safe when you use a g is it encrypted or how do you, how do you guys go about that is it is it a safe uh app
3: is it safe
0: yes you know like you know for your, your data your stuff that you're sending up you're oh, storing, yeah. you don't want anybody you Absolutely. know typing in your
3: okay yeah, we've um the the platform yeah. is is built and i know your your previous guest was talking about the cloud it's um it's built in the cloud, or what that really just means is it's on our servers, and all the information that is stored through the platform. So, if you were using it, um, you know, all the all of your financial data that you'll be entering into it, and all the re- receipts that you can take pictures of and store on our cloud, and all that, they're they're held at some of the most secure servers that anyone has access to, and um, the same type of security that banks use. So, I would say it's very safe. Uh, I got a question
0: coming in here. Will it be available? On the Apple Store, uh, people are wondering will it be available, or when will it
3: be available, if at all will it be available in the Apple format? Oh, absolutely, it is available in the Apple Store. Um, well, it's available um, in the Apple Store online, and the app, the actual app, which we have an Android version, and we have an an, an iPod, an iPad, and an iPhone native app, and they sync wirelessly with our web portal, which you can access online. They're all free, and then um, you, once you get the free app, you can set up an account, which is a yeah, subscription-based service. And right now, it's it's only a dollar a month. For we're just giving our initial offering, so it's very very affordable.
0: So is it is it called Artist Growth in the app in the Apple Store? Will I will I search for it? Will I search for Artist Growth? Which which will I search? Which would be the tag?
3: Yeah, it's Artist Growth. If you go into the App Store and and search for Artist Growth, it sh- you should be able to find it immediately. It's been uh, available oh. since
1: January 17th. Okay. Well, Jacob, thank you, thank you so much. I have something I want to ask, Jacob. Okay. This, here's some of the great stuff. That, some of the great stuff, Jay, that we haven't even told you about yet. So, one of the things that you, uh, I don't think I heard you share, was that when you go into the uh, online version of it, and you want to go in there are ways that you can actually, you have things set up that people can actually get advice on the industry and in various subject matters. And also you have it where people can, you know, only maybe your manager can see what's going on, your tour manager can see what's going on. You can set it up for your lawyer or your accountant and everything. Can you explain some of those aspects to our audience and those who are looking to get into the industry and an existing artists as well?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, well, the the system is set up with, so that different accounts can have different permissions. So if, if you had a career and you're, you had a manager and a tour manager and a lawyer and a publicist, but you also had musicians you played with that, that uh, were well maybe, you know, you play with several different types of musicians, and those musicians really just need to see your schedule and you need to organize uh, when and where and things like that with them, but they don't need to see you know some of the big financial picture or other things like that. You can you can set up permissions so that um certain people have access to the data that's necessary for them. And um it's very it's very customizable that way. But what you were uh touching on is the the ATV portal, which is honestly um the most exciting part of it for me, and that's I'm sort of talking about it a second ago, is we've uh we've gone around and, and gotten to interact with all sorts of uh, music industry veterans and we've gotten to film them and they continue to upload their own content to their channels. So it's it, it's you think of it like a library of, of expertise where you can go and each content provider has their own channel and they continue updating video and blog posts and images that are uh, related to what they're good at. So, you know, we've done uh, producers, like I was saying, we've done some uh, publicists, some managers, some uh the ex-CEO of Sony. Um, we've got touring musicians and songwriters, um, venue owners and magazine publishers. So the idea is sort of to mix, you know, um, if you've never talked to a radio programmer, you can watch a radio programmer talk to you about what it is that they look for when they're thinking about playing an artist's record. Or if you you could hear a venue owner talk about the first things that he expects out of a band when they play his the venue the first time and things you should think about. Um, that sort of educational element mixed with great songwriters talking about the, the craft of song and making music and why it's important and, um, the processes they go through. And I think that at the end of the day is the most important thing. I mean, all the other stuff is only, only important if you love music and love creating it. So we definitely wanted to put that element in there. And, and that, uh, the content library that we call AGTV will, will, will get really expansive. Um, if you if you look at it right now, I believe there's somewhere between 10 and 20 channels, and uh, they're all different, and they're, they're all um, vetted music industry uh, professionals. But um, we'll definitely keep adding to that because that's that's a huge goal of ours.
1: Wow. And then there's another component that's equally exciting in there. You talked about it and touched on it a little bit, but, like the really great thing is putting i know that you're expanding even into this more if they have merchandising if they're looking at the proceeds from each concert or each cd sold or each download you have a place in there where they can actually see how much money is coming in which is right? really yeah. amazing so can
3: well, you thanks. share a little bit um,
1: about that too
3: yeah. yeah so you know um from being from a from a touring perspective especially if you're an independent artist what uh you know what, what we've all noticed in our careers is you, you set up these tours and you go and you play all these shows and you interact with fans and sometimes it's very late at night and you sell a couple of t-shirts and sell some CDs and you have people sign up on your mailing list and then when you come home from the, the month-long excursion or the weekend or whatever that may be, a lot of times you have this sort of like disorganized mess and this wad of receipts and this wad of cash and you don't really know exactly what came in and how many CDs you have left and you know, So, and, you know, I know for me specifically, I'm not not necessarily very good at that. So we wanted to create an element of artist growth that made all that super easy. So when you set up your artist growth account, you can use the uh, phone's camera to actually take pictures of all, let's say, your merchandise. So if you have a couple of CDs, a couple of shirts, poster, you could take pictures of all that. You tell the system how much they cost and how many you have. And then there's an area... Inside the system where when you're actually at your gig, all you have to do is touch the picture of the item and pick the gig that you're at, and it knows, so if you have five shows coming up, it knows which one you're at, and then it takes those out of your inventory and adds them to your revenue. So, And then you set up warnings when your inventory gets low. So basically, by tapping the phone, you're keeping track of all your finances, you're also keeping track in real time of your inventory so you know exactly how much money you're spending, how much is coming in, and it's time to uh, reorder those things without really having to think about it too much. That that what you're talking about?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, it, it, I, I love with your program. It is, it's just so amazing. Jason, oh, no. you have oh, thanks. Uh thanks.
0: I was gonna say, how long did Jacob? How long did it take for you guys to develop this program? I mean, we're. I mean, that's, I'm very curious about the time it took and how you guys went about it at the roundtable.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, like I said, it just started li- literally as a conversation one night, and I, I'm, if I could remember right, I'm sure the first sketches were on napkins probably at some venue, <laughs> and then it just it just kept going from there and it sort of tossed around ideas, and we, we, we tossed around tons of different concepts, and when we finally nailed down, like, okay, this is what we really want. These are the things that we really want to focus on that we don't feel like anyone else has really addressed yet in these new products that are coming out. Um, I'd say, you know, it took about a year and a half. Once we uh, we got the whole thing nailed down, then, of course, we had to start fundraising, and uh, that there's a whole different process. And then when we got some funds earlier in 2011, we started coding it, the platform. And yeah. as we're coding it, we're designing elements of it and uh, working with our development team to code it. And that took um, probably from July to, all the way up until our launch date on January 13th, every single day of uh, designing it and building it. And we're still, you know, now that we're out in the marketplace, um, we're, we're definitely very proud of what we put out there, but we're continually putting up updates. Um, we've already pushed two or three updates to our to the app, and uh, there will be some changes coming down the line all year long. So we definitely want it to be sort of ever growing. But definitely, I'd say just under two years from from idea to completion. Well,
0: I noticed that. I noticed that that uh, that you could use it for your taxes. Tax season is coming up, and most musicians that's, they dread that time, and so this would be very useful uh, <laughs> to use it for your so you can itemize everything. It's great because you guys have everything here, wow! Uh, yeah, that was the idea.
3: We 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 really <laughs> wanted to create something useful. I mean, like I was saying, we're this we're really small, brand new company. There's four of us involved, and we're all artists. Um, from different walks of life and different experiences touring, and some of us have had publishing deals, and some of us haven't. And you know, uh, we just we we all we all have a different perspectives, and we came together, and we you know we just sort of saw, you know, how could we build this if if, if you know really what we would want it to do? Because no, you know, artists, you really you're in it for the art, and you want to you want to play music, and you don't necessarily. And you, you obviously understand that there are business things to go with that, but I think the less time, especially on in an independent level, when when you're looking to get help but you haven't gotten any yet, I think the less time you spend um, you know, doing organizing all that stuff and the more time you can spend enjoying the the better part of your music life is, is best. And I know from, from my own experience, you know, data entry for a couple hours a day and utilizing all the different things online and having nine different accounts to log into and Trying to learn Microsoft Excel and trying to—it's just not no fun. So uh, that's at the core of what we've designed for sure to make it easy.
1: Well, wow. Jacob, I want to really thank you. It's really great. And Jacob, uh, can you tell everyone where they can find you at? And what is your um, URL and you know and how they can uh, sign up on your Facebook page?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, our URL is, is artistgrowth.com. And we have uh, our Facebook, Facebook slash Artist Growth. We have a Twitter and a Tumblr as well. And uh, you can see on all those sites um, where we're going to be, which we're doing an extensive amount of uh, traveling this year. We've, we're going to be at South by Southwest here in a few weeks and Folk Alliance out in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, we'll be actually setting up some of our own live events in different cities all summer long. And so there will be a lot of opportunities for us to yeah. see. Who we think might be able to use
1: Jacob, I want to know what is is AGTV?
3: What is is AGTV?
1: Yeah.
3: It just stands for Artist Growth TV.
1: Cool. Oh, um, that 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 makes sense.
0: What does it do? What are (laughs) the features? Do what? What are the features? What does it, what does it do? Tell our audience what does it
3: do? What, what what are you able to do with it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. AGTV was is the uh, the library of content I was talking about of the uh, of expertise from music industry p- professionals. So that's and AGTV is where you'll find you know you can stream all these HD videos of of people from around the music industry on on the portable device or on the computer, and they're all talking about their level of expertise and. Like I was saying, it could be anything from like how to how to mic your guitar in the studio by Ray Kennedy, who is a Grammy-winning producer here in Nashville, or it could be how to utilize social media to your advantage by Ariel Hyatt, who is a uh, internationally renowned uh, publicist. I mean, just things like that. That's what AGTV is. It, that's the mentoring platform that's built inside of artist growth, so that you can organize your life, and then you can use the industry search feature. To, to contact these different venues, radio, and press within the continental U.S., and then you can use AGTV to to learn how to uh, participate in that level of professionalism in the music industry.
0: And you can watch it 24/7. You can watch it anytime. There's no no cut off time. It,
3: Absolutely, okay. it's streaming. It's uh, it's streaming. So the way the the cost structure works is um you actually get an AGTV channel with your account. And then you activate one, and you can watch it. And then if you want to watch a different one, you just simply deactivate that channel and activate a different one and keep watching it. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Um, if you want to watch more than one at once, let's say you had a team of people, and they were, you wanted access to three or four, video, three or four uh, content providers at once, there's an additional charge for each channel if you want to view them all at one time. But if you just want to look at like, one person's content at one time, there's no extra charge.
1: Wonderful. Jacob, thank you so much for your time. And oh, Gail, be
3: thank having, you much
1: for having uh, me. We'll have Matt on next week as well. So, uh, this is not the end of artist growth, everyone. Know that uh, we'll have them on again next Thursday. Jacob, have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we thank you so much. Thank
3: you. It's been
1: a pleasure. You guys too. All right, bye, bye bye. Okay, folks, right. Now we're coming for the heart of the, the closing of the show, and we have this wonderful gentleman who has been a part of our show in the past, Matthew Forrest. He's written a book for 50 Tools for uh, the book called 50toolsthebook.com. He's also known as a teen esteem machine. He goes around the world literally sharing his stories from personal experience, how to bring teenagers together within themselves, within their own growth, within school, and in all areas of their life. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Matthew Forrest, and Matthew is also, Matthew has also become one of our esteemed new hosts coming up in the coming following weeks and our sponsor. So with no further ado, we are going to introduce Mr. Matthew Forrest. Hello, ladies and gentlemen.
0: How are you, Matthew?
1: I'm
4: doing incredible. How are we doing on the show today?
1: We're doing what? really well, and Jay's here.
0: Hey, Matthew.
4: Hello. How are you doing today, Jay?
0: I'm doing great. I'm waiting for you and very excited about you being up on the show with us. So just, Fantastic. It always,
4: ma- <laughs> it always makes the well, day you know a little what? better when I can get out to listen and give with you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're really excited because Matthew is going to talk today about some tips that he feels are really great for youth, even adults. You know, I've taken some of his tips, believe it or not, and they've really been helpful in his book, 50 Tools, the book. And Matthew's going to talk a little bit about that and also how youth and music play a part in in the lives of uh, a youth life, how music is a part of it. He's going to give us a little idea of that and further tools on how to move forward with our youth in this country. Matthew, take it away, please.
4: All right, fantastic! Thank you so much, Dave and Gale. Um, it's uh, you know I've, I've ch- taken one of the tips out of my book. Uh, my my book is "50 Tools to, to Success and Personal Power for the High School Student," but like you said, and like I've heard hundreds of times within the two months that the book has been in, in print, three months the book has been in print, that uh, all of the lessons and all of the tools in the book definitely do not just apply to teams, but um it's definitely crafted in a way that's so simplistic that anybody that any teen can understand these uh these imperative life lessons um the website is 50tools com 5050tools com. and i want to i also want to give away I want to give away two books today for free to any two people who are listening on the show who the first two people that go onto the website and send an email to the email on the website requesting their free book. I want to send free two free books out today to your audience, just complimentary, uh, just to, just out of my gratitude for being on the show. Which leads me right into my tip. Um, my tip of the day is definitely going to be gratitude. Uh, gratitude versus self pity, and I think the mo- the most powerful thing about about having gratitude in our lives, which is something that anybody can practice. Uh, I was watching a, I was watching a, an interview with a lady that was in the Holocaust and she watched her whole family get killed and and, and it was a horrific story. And at the end she's a survivor. She's about some 92 years old. And she was sharing that the only thing she had when she was in there was her ability to count her blessings. And I said, and and as I was watching it, I've been practicing gratitude for years at that point. And I said, I completely get that. No matter where we're at in our lives, and that's such an extreme example of of how gratitude can be in our lives no matter what, that no matter where we're at, we can have gratitude. We can practice gratitude. We can Mm -hmm. be in gratitude. We can act from gratitude. And, you know, and for me, uh, without gratitude, I live in the land of self-pity. I look at what I don't have. I look at that I don't, that maybe I I feel like I don't fit in or I feel like I'm um, different than other people or I feel like I don't have enough money or I feel like my car isn't good enough or my clothes aren't good enough and I slip right into this whole thing, this whole system of negativity and self-pity and not having enough, not being good enough and and it it happens so easy and, and the solution truly is is practicing gratitude truly taking the time out to be conscious and aware of of the things that i have in my life like like the most important things my family my friends self esteem self worth my dignity my health my uh ability to communicate honestly with people my honesty the principles i live by i'm grateful for i practice integrity honesty open mindedness, uh, helpfulness, being in service to others. These are all the things I'm grateful that I have in my life. Um <clears throat> and mainly my health. It's uh, something that we can so easily slip from and lose the gratitude for. And um so that's going to be my tip for the day is is to take time out and really count your blessings and uh and put it on paper. I write f- I write five things every morning. It's how I start every day. I write five things i'm grateful for on a piece of paper to start my day and um it really just it keeps me it keeps me connected to to uh being my most powerful self the most powerful version of myself that i can be and uh and i hope that uh that that reaches that reach some people and uh it really makes sense hope it really resonates with some people that uh who are looking for an incredible
1: tip well, you know what, Matthew, I think being grateful is the most important thing. I think too many times we take things for granted. What do you think, Jay?
0: Well, I'm sure grateful that we got those grateful gratitude tips from uh, Matthew today, and it's very important to say one thing, your health is very important, because without that first all low, you you can't do, pretty much you can't do anything. So that is those tips are wonderful, and I hope that our audience, listening audience, will enjoy those because... Uh, I think I'm going to start writing my five
1: kids down now, Gail. Well, you know, I was just saying, you know, one thing I'm grateful for is, you know, being able to do something like this and making a difference with other people. And the other thing I'm very grateful for is, you know, as Matthew was talking, I was thinking about youth and weight, you know, and how this country puts such such pressure on youth and weight. And so what I want to say along with Matthew and, and, day today to all the youth is that you are okay the way you are and when you can get that you're okay the way you are then whatever needs to be released will be. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm gonna leave and Matthew, thank you. And so if you want to reach out to Matthew on and get those two free books that Matthew's talking about, please go to fifty tools the book. Again that's fifty tools dot com and I'm gonna spell that out for you. The number five zero T O O L S T H E D O O K dot com. W dot fifty tools the book. Matthew, thank you for your time. Jay as always, it's a blast. We are out for the day and everyone have an enjoyable day.
4: Thank you so much, Jay. Thanks so much, Gail. And uh, I look forward to being on the show next week.
0: See you Bye-bye.